You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. We want to welcome, I want to welcome you to the Lynx uh-huh. Podcast, Stacy Jones. Uh, for those of you that are joining us, uh, welcome. And uh, we're just, I'm just thrilled to, to get to know you a little bit more. I uh, had the privilege uh, of getting to know your husband a little bit, but uh, for those people in Brandon that maybe don't that maybe don't know you, they're new to the area and don't know you. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about your story. You said Minnesota, yes. So welcome. Let's start. Let's start there. Well, yes, I was a little girl. No, I grew up. <laughs> I grew up in central Minnesota. I grew up on a very very small farm next to a very very small town. So I'm the epitome of a small town farm kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to college in Marshall. I went to Southwest Minnesota State. And so I kept working my way down Highway 23, and then as part of my degree, so when I was at Southwest, I was double majoring in speech communications, radio, TV, because I wanted to go into broadcasting, and then I was also majoring in political science. As part of my radio, TV degree, I had to have an internship, so I applied to TV stations all around Marshall and um, got an internship. I was selected to be the summer intern for Kello TV, so that's how I migrated down to Sioux Falls. I moved here. I didn't know a soul. I didn't have any friends or family. I was 21 years old, moving to a new city all by myself. I look back and think, wow, that was actually pretty brave at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't think much about it, but yeah, I did that. And then um, and started working at Kello. That's kind of where my career started here in South Dakota. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you're being from a small a farm and a small town. I mean, you've probably never met a stranger. I mean, you just, yeah. you're, you, fit right in. I mean, that's, yep. that is South Dakota. Yeah. That's our culture. Yeah. So you were a perfect fit. Yeah. It felt, it felt very much at home and I've loved being here ever since, you know, we were joking when we first started, like I moved South and yeah. so my, you know, <laughs> I'm the Southerner um, from my family that moved South um, yeah. to Sioux Falls. But I mean, the, the people are a big reason I've stayed. It's just, it's very welcoming. And I, you know, I've lived here longer than I lived in Minnesota. So I'm more mm-hmm. South Dakota now, I right. guess, if you want to look at it that way. Well, you're, I mean, you're like the, the face and the voice now of like South Dakota public, like you were doing the, this football, I yep. was very closely watching the football championships and you were all over that. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So. I have had a lot of fun with that. I got uh, asked by the team at South Dakota public broadcasting to come back and help out with some of the state tournaments and, you know, old dog, do you still have it? And it's, you know, cause I was a sports reporter for a long time, but that was okay. many, many moons ago. It was about 20 year gap. Okay. And um, to be back on the sidelines was a lot of fun. I'm, you know, a little more tired at the end than I used to be, but it is. It has been a lot of fun, and those oh, the man. crew with uh, public broadcasting is just tremendous. Awesome, yeah, awesome. That's a cool. Do you, is that something you're going to continue to do, or is that just a, kind of a was that a one time gig, or are you going to continue to be doing? I'll that? continue to do it when it works with my schedule. Okay. That's you know having a busy kids and a full-time job. It's yeah. it's really just what works within my schedule and they're really flexible with me. So I really enjoy doing it. So I hope to keep continuing to do it if I can make it work. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome, Stacy. Well, tell, I, we're gonna talk about your, your uh, professional life, but I wanted to just kind of dig in a little bit more for those that don't know your family. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about your family and and uh, you live in Brandon. Yes. So t- talk, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, when I met my husband, um, he was already living in Brandon. He was a Brandon transplant. He had moved down from um, 
you know, Brookings after college and had a couple of different jobs and landed himself in Brandon. So that's how I got introduced to the Brandon community because I was obviously coming to see him on a regular basis. And we just stayed after that. I just love the Brandon community. But so my husband, Dave, and I've been married for 20 years and we have two teenagers. I have a 17-year-old son and a daughter who turns 16 in just a few days. So I'll have a 16 and a 17-year-old. The 17-year-old is a senior uh, and the 16-year-old is a sophomore. They're both at Brandon Valley High School. Um, very active in the band. There are a couple of the percussionists that are in that competitive percussion ensemble that travel to Ohio. They do marching band, uh, concert band. Um, so that's kind of my my full time side gig is helping out with anything with Brandon Valley Band. <laughs> awesome. Were you, so were you a musician? I know Dave was. Yeah. Were you a musician too? I was a very very bad flute player. Okay. Um, so I really struggled with band, but I was very active in chorus. So I used to be, okay. um, you know, in our high school choir, and I did a lot of singing when I was in school. But my my family's pretty musically inclined. So my dad was an, a military band. He was in a military oh. band for almost thirty years as a tuba player. So there is not a march that I have not heard more than once. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, you know, I grew up going to military band concerts, and they wow. are amazing. They are absolutely really? amazing. Yeah. So I come from a musical background and. And Dave does as well. So it, it's easy for us to embrace it because we can really see the value that it brings, especially our kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what, a, what an incredible program. You know, I know you've had the you know, privilege of being a part of it for a long time, but it, it's really, uh, it's very special. Talk about the trip that you guys took out to Ohio. This was, would have been last year. Last April. For mm-hmm. the, uh, um, tell us a little bit about it because yeah. I've heard that it was, you guys kind of stole the show a little bit. Yeah, we kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, we're this group from South Dakota and we're competing against groups from all over the country, a lot of bigger communities. Um, there are some schools that, you know, have thousands and thousands of kids in just one, you know, school compared to Brandon mm-hmm. Valley that we were up against. And it was an amazing trip. It was for um, WGI Championships, which is, um, it stands for Winter Guard International. So they have a guard competition a couple weekends prior, and then they have the percussion competition. And it goes on for three days. And um, there's groups, again, that come from all over the country, different classes of groups. Uh, so there's like the world class, which is like the biggest groups, um, you know, the biggest communities. And then a lot of those groups um, have been around a little bit longer than we are. And we've been promoted to open class. So you get promoted based more on your skill set necessarily, not necessarily your the size of your school or the size of your group. So if you're performing music um, and drill and different skills at a certain level, uh, that's where you get placed in your your class. So we went out there and competed, and we were just hoping to make it to the next day and hoping <laughs> to make it to the next day. And uh, we made it to finals, open class finals, which was amazing. And yeah. um, most of the time, by the time you get to finals, you're kind of going to finish where you come in at or pretty yeah. close, right? Yeah. And Brana Valley jumped three spots in finals, yeah. and that was almost unheard of, I was told wow. by a few people. So. Awesome. Yeah, we kind of surprised a few folks, and it was, I mean, everybody was crying. It was, yeah, yeah. it was amazing. Kids yeah. were crying, parents were crying, directors <laughs> crying. It was awesome. Uh, that's so yeah. cool. That's so cool. I, I I, heard, too, and you can, you know, help me out with this, but I but I heard, like, the, the people at the hotel and mm-hmm. the, the staff there just loved um, our our kids in the Lynx way. Right. And just, it was, it, it's more than just a slogan. I yes. mean, they they embodied that. Talk about that and just kind of the impact the kids had even off of the competition. Oh, yeah. And that was what was truly remarkable is that we got emails back from different people that we had connected with, including one from the general manager of the hotel that we stayed at. 
And he said, you know, I see lots of groups. He goes, I will never forget your group. Uh, he just, the kids were so polite. They picked up after themselves. They pushed in their chairs. I mean, just um, well, well-handled kids, um, very respectful kids. They were, you know, we, we said on our way to date and the director told the kids, you know, this is a business trip. This is not a vacation, you know. So the kids <laughs> um, handled it that way and uh, were great. And I, you know, I even shared that email from the hotel with our superintendent and, you know, other administration. I'm like, these are your kids and they're representing Brandon Valley very well. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so much I, I found, you know, in life so much it's, it, <clears throat> you know, what, what you do, where you go is less important than how you make yeah. people feel yeah. when you're there and how do you show up, you know, skills, mm-hmm. obviously everybody's skilled. Everybody has different talents, but, mm-hmm. uh, how you treat people and how you make people feel is a is really a huge piece, and I think I'm really proud of the Brandon Valley School mm-hmm. District for how they've made that part of the culture and the language. Uh, I watch it, you know, at basketball games. I watch it at football games. I, I see it in the staff, the teachers, mm-hmm. um, you know, the administrators, and, and the parents. Really, mm-hmm. I'm really, really proud to call myself a, a links. Mm-hmm. Uh, in those in those areas, so let's talk a little bit about your you're involved um, now. Talk to us a little bit about what you do now and kind of how you engage with with the school district and the community uh, at your current gig. Yeah, full time gig. I know my full time gig. It's kind of life comes full circle in some ways. But um, so last April, um, probably about a week or so before we went to Dayton, Ohio, I took a new position as mm-hmm. CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Sioux Empire. And uh, the Boys and Girls Club serves uh, Sioux Falls, Harrisburg, and Brandon. So we provide after-school care at all the Brandon Elementary Schools, also serve the Brandon um, Intermediate School, Brandon Valley Intermediate School, and provide summer care as well. So there are hundreds of kids that um, that we serve in the Brandon community uh, every day. And it's it's great to be part of an organization that is is helping families. It's helping mm-hmm. these kids. Um, and it's not just, uh, you know, after-school daycare. I mean, there's programming that's involved every single day and a lot of structure with the kids so they can still have fun um, but learn a little bit the summer programming is is amazing you know that that there's so much that the kids get to do all summer long and yeah. um, and it's it's just a great organization and it's it's kind of unique because my kids went were in that after school program when they were younger <laughs> right. and you know now here I get to to lead it yeah. <laughs> that's you know our our greatest you know our greatest resources mm-hmm. is our people and I was an elementary school teacher. That was mm-hmm. my my undergrad degree, and um, just the importance of a safe and fun place for kids uh, mm-hmm. throughout the day where they're learning. But it's a little bit different after school. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to kind of let them be kids a little yep. bit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's it's meant to be um, fun. It's meant to be fun, yeah. but they do get. Uh, some structured programming because even kids that want to have fun and relax, they still need some structure and sure. And it's it's great that we can provide that for them. And and we have you know other facilities in Sioux Falls. We have uh, early learning academies um, where we you know have basically four or five week old babies all the way up to kids getting ready to go to school. Um, we do this similar uh, concept down in Harrisburg as well with after school and yeah. summer care. So um, it's it's been a it's been a great organization to be a part of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us a little bit idea of um, you know we, we're we're familiar we get familiar mm-hmm. with the the school district and mm-hmm. you know the real estate you know it's home buying but what's the what's what's the job market like in terms of staffing I, this is an opportunity for you to talk to a lot of people that are listening mm-hmm. um, you know what's what's a career like in your world 
what are the opportunities for mm-hmm. someone that would want to start working for Boys and Girls Club? I mean, what's that? What is that like? Mm-hmm. What's that workforce like? Um, it's an amazing workforce. Let me tell you that. Yeah. First of all, the the people that work in you know this industry are truly amazing. I yeah. am impressed with them every single day. They they love what they do. They love what they they're they're not doing it to be millionaires. They are doing it because they love mm-hmm. kids and impacting kids yeah. and guiding kids and and we really try to make sure that you know those are the types of individuals that that we do hire but we've got uh, we've got great staff from the Brandon community we've got mm-hmm. several of them that that work in our school program there um you know one of my directors is from you know Valley Springs so okay. you know we've got a lot of support from the Brandon community and very good employees but if anyone's looking obviously the summer is a very busy time for us mm-hmm. and we're usually adding staff in the summer to take care of all these kids i think last summer we had over 700 kids on our summer program, um, oh. including, you know, the other communities as well. That wasn't just the Brandon Valley community, but um, there's there's a lot of kids that we take care of all summer long. Mm-hmm. So we definitely need additional staff to do that. At what, at what age are you able to hire? 16 for 16? that programming. Okay. Um, uh, at our early learning academies, we can have as young as, as 14, but for the after school and the summer programming, it okay. needs to be 16. So there might be some parents, mm-hmm. grandparents that are listening to this and say, ah, Yes. And I would say if your child is at all interested in being a teacher or working with kids or mm-hmm. um, just, you know, really wants a, a good job for the summer, I mean, we don't work weekends. They don't have to work weekends. So, yeah. you know, parents can still, you know, their kids can get a job, but yet they can also still do some fun things on the weekends as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, having worked in, you know, elementary school and I've taught, you know, been in children's ministry for, you know, over 15 years mm-hmm. now that, Kids really relate to kids that are just a little bit older than them. Yeah. You know, those elementary kids really relate well to middle school and early high school kids. And, uh, you know, the upper elementary really relate well to high mm-hmm. school kids. And a lot of those seeds of development are planted through peers. Mm-hmm. And those those interactions, you can not only have a, have, a, have a good job, a lot of fun. I mean, you can really make a difference. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, are you... You look at how you know the future links nights have been going, and at, in Brandon, and just to see those kids and how they look up uh-huh. to, you know, kids that are actually you know not that much older than them. But no, and um, yeah, I agree, and I think that's what's been so great is they can relate to a lot of our staff members that are a little bit older than them, yeah. and you know we have we have some you know adult staff as well, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to be mentored by you know a cool high school kid is yeah. is a lot of fun for them as well. And we really do have some great staff, and they do a great job of connecting with those kids. Yeah. Well, it's Stacy. This has been great. What What do you? I mean, you've been in Brandon for a while now. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of things. You know, a lot of things change. What What would? You, what's the one thing that you love about Brandon that hasn't changed over the years, mm-hmm. and that you just keep coming back to? And I, you love this. You're You're getting that season where you're going to be. You know, kids are. You know, getting close to graduation, mm-hmm. um, including I've, mine. I've got two. I've, <laughs> I've got two kids that are just behind you. So, um, so that's uh, what, what is that? What would you say to somebody that's you know in maybe an earlier season? What, mm-hmm. What's great about Brandon? What do you love about being? In? Uh, yeah, I love. Like I, I mentioned right when we started off, I grew up in a small town, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't turn around and not know somebody. And obviously, Brandon is grown and it continues to grow and it will continue to grow and there will be more and more people coming into our community, but it still has that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see people at church and at the ball game and at the grocery store and everywhere you go, you know somebody that, you know, you can chat with and talk to and 
there's definitely people watching out for you. I, you know, I know everybody in town and what pet they have. If it seems like if <laughs> yeah. someone loses a cat or a dog, I probably know who it belongs yeah. to. I mean, it's just it. We're a big community, but we're a small community, and that's really, really what I love about it. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Stacy, this has been good. Are, are we missing? Anything? Is there anything coming up that we need to know about? I mean, in your world, I mean, the the, the band season kind of starts in the fall, yep. right? In late summer. Is there anything coming up this spring? Uh, summer that we need to know about big events or I will give you one. I will give you one. Okay. So March eleventh, um, from at three o'clock, three to about eight o'clock at Brandon Valley High School is going to be the uh, South Dakota Percussion Showcase. So oh, nice. Yeah. So they are. Okay. We have groups coming from Iowa, Minnesota, West River, South Dakota. All these different ensembles coming to perform at Brandon Valley High School, and you will also get to see the Brandon Valley Indoor Show this year. Which hint hint, it's fantastic. So you're going to want to come see that. Um, and then also you get to see all these other groups from the area. And like I said, we've got groups traveling four or five hours to come to Brandon Valley High School just to perform. So awesome. highly recommend coming to that March 11th. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if we're, we're going to have this, uh, hopefully you get a chance to come out and see them and, uh, and cheer on our, our uh, fine arts. Uh, it's, it's one of the best parts, I think, of our school yeah. is the is the fine arts and you know marching band and all the all the different uh, teams. So yeah, I would agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's the parent, and it starts with the parents. Parents don't get enough credit. <laughs> it's the kids, but right, it's the parents. We have some amazing parents, and I would say, yeah. I mean, I love my band parents, but I would say in all the fine arts, the parents are very much involved and very mm-hmm. supportive, and that's part of the reason that. Our fine arts has been so successful, plus the school district support too. Yeah, and there's just, I mean, I just look at it. I mean, if your band has a semi-trailer, uh-huh. like that's serious. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and we were one of the first ones in the area to have one. That's awesome. So <laughs> yeah. like, do you, like in the off season, do you like lease it out to help raise money? I mean, like you're hauling cattle with it or anything? No, or? we're not no, putting okay. any cattle in there. Actually, we're going to have, because our percussion group is so large this year that we're using it this winter season as well. So okay. it'll be hitting the road here in a couple of weeks. Okay. So we can't, we can't like, you know, sublet it out for any no. other. Okay. No, right. no cattle in the band semi. Thank you. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thanks Stacy for joining us. You and, bet. Uh, don't forget to uh, like and share uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're if you're friends with Stacy, if you know Stacy, make sure you tag her and share this. And let's uh, let's make Stacy you know famous beyond the boundaries. Yes. Of uh, of uh, Brandon. So, <laughs> so. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!